Cameras are so good, should you buy a digital camera in 2021? Hi, and welcome to episode 77, that's 77, of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host, Rick, and in each episode... I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, if you have a question you would like me to answer, just go to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Here's the answer bit. Phone cameras are amazing these days, but cameras, in my opinion, give you better chances to take better photos. Cameras have large sensors and access to a much wider range of higher quality lenses and other camera accessories. And you cannot beat the ergonomics and handling of a great camera. So yes, in 2021, digital cameras are still well worth buying. That's what I think. Let's justify this. Number one, larger sensor. Well, cameras have larger sensors than phones. Well, you would sort of expect that, wouldn't you? And in general terms, with all things equal, comparing like with like, okay, okay, I'll get there. In general terms, the larger the sensor, the higher the quality of the images captured. That's in general terms before people have a go at me. And I know that there are lots of funky tech things that camera phones have built into them, but this is generally the case. Number two, higher quality lenses. I mean, if you think about it, or if I think about it, which would probably be a good thing, wouldn't it? How can the lens on a phone possibly be as good as the lens on a camera? One shoehorned into a pocket-sized device and the other is made for one purpose only and even has the luxury of sticking out on the front of that thing called the camera body. It's really not a fair comparison, is it? But it's one that still needs to be made and we're still all making it. Number three, a wider range of camera accessories. There's an endless array of camera accessories, which is a good thing and in some ways a bad thing. I have a checkered history of camera accessories, which you will find out on my blog and in other places. There is a relatively limited range of photography accessories for phones. I'll try that again. I don't edit out these mistakes. I like to keep it real. There is a relatively limited range of photography accessories for phones, as there is a limit to what you can add to a phone. So there are more things that you can do with the camera, as there are more things that you can use. I mean, I've never tried to take a long exposure photo with my phone. Actually, I don't know how how to do that or if I can do it. But I have done this loads of times on my Canon 6D by adding a neutral density filter, or ND filter, onto the front of the lens. Now, very quickly, a neutral density filter is a filter that reduces the amount of light that gets through to the camera sensor, which gives me a longer shutter speed, which helps me to get nice blurry stuff on a sunny day. I guess there must be ND filters for phone cameras, and that's one for the next episode, I think. But I've never thought about doing it, and I guess this is in part related to how I take photos in my camera and with my phone. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to have both, so um, anyway, I'll get on to that. And number four, the ergonomics of a great camera. Now, I use a Canon 6D and have done for many years. It fits perfectly in my hand, as though it was designed to be there, which, if you think about it, it was. Well, not in my hand, but you know what I mean. It was designed to be held in hands for one purpose only. Now, I'd love to be able to say the same thing about my iPhone, but I can't. I mean, I have a bit of a thing about this. In my opinion, the iPhone has been designed with looks in mind, completely missing the practical point that to be able to hold one, you need a case. If I leave the house, I have to put my phone in a case or I'll drop it. I've tried many times to use it without a case at home, but always, without fail, I drop it at some point. I mean, this is just ridiculous. It's meant to be handheld. The appearance of taking priority over being able to actually hold it, something I hate. 
So I have a big thing about that. Um, so when I'm talking about taking photos, this still applies. There is an awkwardness to taking photos with my phone that I do not get with my camera. If you've never used a camera, you won't have this sensation, but having used cameras for so long, more years than I care to remember, it just doesn't compare. But let's not forget one thing. A phone's a phone and a camera is a camera. Number five, not a often spoken about thing, the wide angle world. Photos taken with phones tend to be taken with the default lens, and the default lens on my iPhone XS is a wide-angle lens. Now, there are two lenses on the iPhone. The other one is called telephoto lens, but actually, in photography terms, it actually is a standard lens. So mobile phone photography tends to be more wide-angly than camera photography. Wide-angly, is that a term? It is now. What do I do? Well, I use my Canon 6D to take my architectural, construction and real estate photos and use my phone for everything else. Behind the scenes shots, videos, all sorts of other stuff. And this works just fine for me. I've not used my phone to take a photo that I've issued to a client and I'm not planning to at the moment. Now, I'm not saying never. I'm just saying not now. I need a camera in 2021. Fact. And now it's time for the waffly bit. Number seven, the talky bit. This is the last time that I will compare phones and cameras on my podcast. I hope that I've made my point. A phone is these days not a phone, but an alternative, perfectly valid tool for taking photos. But in my opinion, you can get better photos with a camera than you can with a phone. So in 2021, digital cameras are still well worth buying. Yep, that's what I think. I mean, sure, the technology gap closes every year, but you can't get away from the sheer difference in sensor sizes, with a camera being a bigger thing with a bigger sensor. They're different, aren't they? Let's not forget the optics to camera lenses are better than those in phones, and you would hope so, wouldn't you? I mean, if they were not, there'd be something wrong. These are bespoke designed items. I think it's still a ridiculous thing to do to compare a camera with a phone. A camera is a camera, and my notes say, and a photo is a phone after all. I think that should say a camera is a camera, and a phone is a phone after all. I love taking photos from a Canon 6D, but much less so with my phone. Now, I've got nothing against taking photos with a phone. It's a fantastic thing to be able to do. And if you can do this and make a living out of mobile phone photography, then hats off to you. I can't, but I would love to. I'm going to digress here. This is a digression on a digression, I'm sorry. Imagine not needing that camera bag and all that gear, turning up to an architectural shoot with a phone and it being good enough to get the photos I need. All that time spent with the memory cards importing, blah 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 all the gear, all the cleaning, all the charging stuff, it'd all be gone. I'd take the photos or with my phone. They'd be on the cloud straight away, straight into Lightroom Mobile, quick edit, boom, out the door. That's got to be the dream, hasn't it? Anyway, sorry, that wasn't in my script. So the fact that phones have got more people out and about taking and sharing photos has to be a good thing, doesn't it? So, yeah, whilst I'm saying a camera gives you a better chance of getting better photos, you can still get great photos with a phone. And the more people taking photographs is, to me, a good thing because it means that photography is more popular than ever. That's got to be a good thing. Lots of people say lots of negative things, but I do not agree. And there's one final point I want to make. You can take a great photo with a phone. You can take a rubbish photo with a great camera. What matters? What you're taking a photograph of and how you're doing it. Okay, to summarise, you can take great photos with a phone. 
you can take rubbish photos with a great camera. But whatever you use, you still need to get the composition right and make sure that the exposure is correct however you do it. This applies whatever you use. Now, if you're wondering why I repeated that, I'd forgotten I'd put that in the one-line summary and I was ad-libbing what I thought was a one-line summary when I'd already done it. Okay then, so a further summary. Cameras give you more opportunities to take better photos than phones do. If they didn't, what would be the point of cameras? Next episode. I'm up to Photography Explained podcast episode 78. I think it's 78, isn't it? This should be 77, shouldn't it? Yes, I'm right. That's okay. Right, I'm going to finish off on my series of phone-related stuff. What are my best... Oh, failed again. Let's try again. Next episode, Photography Explained podcast episode 78. What are my five best accessories for mobile phone photography? And coming up soon will be a series of episodes about travel photography. Well, why not as the summer slowly creeps up on us here in England and the possibilities for travel come back to us. Going weekly. I hope you're enjoying my weekly output as much as I am. So uh, things have gone really well and I'm really happy with the way things are going forwards. I just need to keep the practice going clearly as this episode shows. Anyway, shout out time. Now time for a shout out to David in Panama City Beach, Florida, who got in touch by email some time ago. I hope all is good with you, David. David was actually the first person to get in touch with me in response to my podcast. So um, delighted to have you on board and um, nice to hear from you. I'm done. Thanks for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast, as I like to say. To find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me, check out photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. This episode was brought to you by tea, a simple, refreshing cup of tea. Cheers. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me 12 and a quarter minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmcavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.